Hello and welcome. I am Michele Matarazzo and this is the MDS podcast, the podcast channel of the International Parkinson and Movement Disorder Society. The Movement Disorder Journal receives and publishes a large number of high-quality articles. Between them, the editors and the editorial board choose one as the best research article and one as the best review article of the year. This year, for the first time, we decided to interview the recipients of these awards and the 2020 review article from Movement Disordered is titled Value of In Vivo Alpha-Synuclein Deposits in Parkinson's Disease, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. And it has been published on the October 2019 issue of the Movement Disorders Journal. Its first author, Kazuto Tsukita, from the Department of Neurology of the Kyoto University in Japan, has joined us today to discuss about the article. Welcome, Dr. Tsukita, and congratulations for this award. Thank you very much for interviewing me. I was very surprised and, at the same time, very delighted and honored to be chosen for this prestigious award. And I am very, very pleasured to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much for your kind words. A lot has been said and written on alpha-synuclein in Parkinson's. This review and meta-analysis is focused on the role of peripheral alpha-synuclein deposits detection as a diagnostic biomarker in Parkinson's disease. Why did you decide to study this topic? Thank you for the question. Because our professor and the last author of the article, Yosuke Takahashi, is a well-known PD specialist in Japan. So I was blessed with seeing many PD patients from the first year of my residency. As I saw many PD patients, I have always been committed to the accurate clinical diagnosis of Parkinson's disease, but at the same time, also recognized that the complete diagnostic certainty cannot be achieved during the lifetime because postmortem pathological diagnosis remains the gold standard for diagnosing Parkinson's disease, and the hallmark of which are dopaminergic neuronal cell degeneration and abnormal alpha synuclein aggregate deposition in the substantia nigra. In this context, recent postmortem pathological demonstration of abnormal alpha synuclein aggregates, not only in the brain, but also in the peripheral nervous system of Parkinson's disease patients, brought light into developing a long-awaited pathological biomarker in living PD patients. However, studies that have investigated the potential of peripheral abnormal alpha synuclein deposits as a pathological biomarker in living PD patients included few participants and reported different diagnostic accuracies, partly because of the differences in examined tissues and in the antibodies used. Therefore, we aimed to summarize the available evidence through a system systematic literature review and meta-analysis to confirm the diagnostic utility of examining peripheral tissue samples for abnormal alpha-synuclein deposits in PD patients with special emphasis on determining the tissue most suitable for examination and assessing whether antinative alpha-synuclein or antiphosphorylated alpha-synuclein anti antibodies should be used. Well, great. As you say, we definitely have a desperate need for a reliable biomarker for Parkinson's disease. And uh, uh, so looking into this and in all the literature is certainly has been something very useful to understand where we are in matter of alpha-synuclein and its role for diagnosing Parkinson's disease. Now, 
Do you think at this stage we should use peripheral alpha-synuclein in our routine to diagnose Parkinson's disease? Unfortunately, at this moment, I think the answer would be no. But in the future, I think that it is quite likely that the peripheral alpha-synuclein immunoreactivity can be used as a pathological biomarker in living PD patients. As a matter of fact, our meta-analysis revealed that at this moment, the pooled specificity is too low for the gastrointestinal tract, and that the pooled sensitivity is too low for the minor salivary and submandibular glands. The pooled sensitivity and specificity for the skin when using antiphosphorylated alpha-synuclein antibody was great, but this observed high diagnostic accuracy of skin biopsy examination using antiphosphorylated alpha-synuclein antibody may be because the majority of the studies used thick cryosections from multiple sampling sites with double immunofluorescence technique. It should be noted that this is a complicated and challenging technique which is very difficult to standardize across laboratories. Therefore, at this moment, a lot of challenges seem to remain to use peripheral tissue sample for PD diagnosis in routine clinical practice. Great. Well, I am not an expert in the field, but I have read a few papers about this, and obviously I, I read and enjoyed very much your article. And as you were saying, I know that there are some technical considerations to study alpha-synuclein in vivo. For example, not all the tissues are the same, and not all the antibodies to detect it are the same. Now, do we have a clear winner in matter of what is the best method or what is the best location to increase the accuracy of the diagnosis? So this is a very important but difficult question. I think at this moment, we cannot choose a winner, a clear winner in a matter of method or location for best diagnostic accuracy. As I mentioned earlier, our meta-analysis revealed that the skin biopsy examination using antiphosphorylated alpha-synuclein antibody has the best diagnostic accuracy at this moment. However, immunohistochemical method might be too complex to be used in routine clinical practice. And our subgroup analysis revealed that the sampling and immunohistochemical methods can significantly influence the diagnostic accuracy and may, at least in part, account for the ubiquitous heterogeneity of diagnostic accuracy between the studies. Therefore, the diagnostic accuracy in skin biopsy studies can drop if simpler methods are applied. On the other hand, better methodology can improve the diagnostic accuracy for the gastrointestinal tract, submandibular gland, and minor salivary gland. Therefore, at this moment, we cannot choose a winner. So maybe at some point there should be a way to standardize all the, the technique part uh, through different groups to have more uniform results, right? I believe so. Now, what do you think we should be looking in the future to improve our accuracy? Maybe better technique or maybe, as we were saying, standardizing the technique that we use, or maybe we should explore other tissues. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you think that we should integrate the alpha-synuclein detection with other diagnostic tools into one uh, unique score to diagnose the disease. What do you think? I believe that the development of better technique and standardization is most important for clinical application. So the examination of each tissue has its own problem. 
For example, the biopsy sample from gastrointestinal tract are often devoid of myentric and submucosal plexus, which often contains alpha cyanoclin deposit. Therefore, I believe that the better sampling methods should be developed for gastrointestinal tract examination. And the skin biopsy, as I mentioned earlier, requires more simple immunohistochemical protocol. And uh, regarding the submandibular gland biopsy, the drawback seems to be the sampling error rate, ranging up to 34%. Therefore, the development of better sampling methods is needed for submandibular gland biopsy examination. In this way, examination of each tissue has its own drawback in its current state. Therefore, the development of better sampling and immunohistochemical technique and the standardization of it should be considered as a key for clinical application. So the technique is really the thing we should focus on to improve before we can, we can see actual uh, alpha-synuclein detection in the clinic. Yes, I believe so. Thank you very much for uh, your answers. And let me finish with one question, which is more about the society and the journal rather than the article itself. What do you like most about the Movement Disorder Journal? Thank you for the question. And uh, from the first year of my residency, I have loved to read the Movement Disorders Journal. So, and uh, what I like most about Movement Disorders Journal is that the topics featured in this journal are so wide that I can stay up to date regarding movement disorders, both in clinical and basic science, if I, if I routinely read this journal. And uh, I want to continue to stay up to date by reading this channel and uh, want to continue to contribute to the better care for patients who suffer for movement disorders. Well, congratulations again, Dr. Tsukita, and thank you very much for joining me. Thank you very much. And I would like to thank all the co-authors for the enormous support to write this manuscript. And would also like to thank the editors and the reviewers for their kind suggestions based on deep insight through the reviewing process. And thank you. Thank you very much. We have interviewed Dr. Kazuto Tsukita, author of the article, Value of in vivo alpha-synuclein deposits in Parkinson's disease, a systematic review and meta-analysis, awarded as best 2020 review article from movement disorders. Thank you all for listening.